Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Force Center Podcast feed, and I'm your host, Ken Apsog, for another edition of Spotlight Star Wars Kids. This is episode 40. Been doing 40 of these now, starting over on the Knapsack Files podcast feed, where uh, I launched this just before I left Jedi Alliance because I thought it'd still be nice to talk about Star Wars somewhere. And this is now carried over to the Force Center podcast feed. I hope you're following the Force Center podcast feed on Twitter at Force Center Pod. 
Great things coming. I say that every week, right? Great things coming. I sound like a morning DJ. Great things coming, kids, in the Star Wars universe. Now the weather. But it's true. we got some stuff cooking. Uh, Joseph Scrimshaw, Jennifer Landa, and myself are moving and shaking on some things. So for this 40th episode, I'm kind of on the run myself this weekend. It's a busy weekend for me here on Earth as we talk about uh, our favorite uh, galaxy far, far away. But I did want to get to some things. It's, a, it's the 40th. I felt I should do something big and, and, and then life got in the way. So maybe for the 50th, we'll do a big spotlight Star Wars. I do want to talk about one thing, though. A little housekeeping. A little advertisement, as it would, as you were. Uh, Joseph Scrimshaw and myself, my, uh, one of my partners here on this wonderful network, are heading to Las Vejas to um, go ahead and uh, appear in some panels. Joseph Scrimshaw is uh, uh, very good at uh, procuring panels, and uh, he is uh, very nice to let me on some of them. So if you are going to Wizard World Las Vegas uh, next weekend at the time of this recording, but that is uh, March 18th and 19th, if you're listening at, uh, at another time or if you're in the future and you have a machine, go back and attend it. Uh, we are going to be uh, doing um, a little bit of... Uh, a little bit of a live Star Wars databank brawling. That's right. We got a couple panels. Joseph's got his comedy quiz of doom panel Friday night in Las Vegas. Uh, that's a five o'clock uh, uh, show. It's a show stage. Um, it, it's good on the vendor's floor. That's going to be interesting. Um, going to be fun there. Um, and then. Um, we're going to be on Saturday, that's March 19th, uh, in room N112, sounds like a stormtrooper, at 12.30, this is the fun one here, they're all fun, but this is one I'm really looking forward to, uh, Joseph and I are going to sit down in front of a live audience and record an episode of Data Bank Brawl, our show on this network that we we pit two Star Wars characters together uh, against each other based on uh, canon descriptions found on the StarWars.com databanks, and we make them fight. And we're going to do that in front of, uh, of a live audience, hopefully a good amount of people cheering on their favorite characters. And uh, Joseph's also got a stand-up show. Uh, I won't be in it, but I will be watching, and that's Saturday night, uh, 5 o'clock in 114. Uh, so Wizard World Las Vegas. Love the people at Wizard World. They're great. Uh, do a lot of stuff with them uh, with Screen Junkies. And I highly recommend their conventions. They are very fun with a lot of cool guests, big and small. So you can get the big rush of seeing Captain America and you get the uh, the, the more intimate rush of meeting someone uh, that maybe you admire that's more of a character actor or side thing. They got it all there. It is, they do a great job at Wizard World. So Joseph and I are very excited to go to Las Vegas next weekend, do a live recording of Data Bank Brawl. So for this week, let's go to the hashtag Spotlight Star Wars. That's the easiest way for me. You guys actually out there listening should get like associate producer credit for my show because I love talking with you guys. I love seeing your reactions. Last week we answered a lot of them and and uh, our, our friend uh, Patrick Solaire, Patrick underscore Solaire, he was, he was really excited about having his question answered last week on the show. Uh, he asked a great question about Ray's visions and uh, could it be similar to the type that Quinlan Voss had and then Patrick tweeted some stuff saying it's pretty weird hearing your question on a podcast. Like love how anyone can be part of media these days and Patrick, you're right. I started in radio back in 1994. It was when my career started. I was in radio, and that was fun. 
It's intimate. It's my favorite format. I wish I was on it now. I wish I could talk Star Wars on the radio every day. That's not a job that exists at this point in time that I'm aware of. Um, but even then, it wasn't as intimate. You could call in, but that was it. We didn't have, an ev- towards the end of my radio career, we'd ask you to send things to our electronic mail address. Um, and it wasn't as intimate as it is now. So now we can have this conversation. I can record safely in my room. And uh, you guys can tweet safely in your room. And you, you use, the, use the hashtag Spotlight Star Wars. And we're talking. We're having a conversation about Star Wars. Uh, and, and Patrick, thank you for your question last week. Looking at some questions this week. Uh, we got some uh, good ones here. Um, actually, I want to do a follow-up. Looking at this now. Thane at Thane Kyrell um, did a follow-up. I think we talked about Malachor last week, which is now in Star Wars Rebels, and it's big, and it's official, and you guys, um, you guys uh, responded very well. To my uh, calls for what? Hey, what is Malachor? You guys, uh, you guys help me. Uh, but Thane uh, had a theory uh, about Malachor itself and how it factors into Rebels, and I like this theory. Want to share it? If I hear good theories out there, I like sharing them with you guys. That's the fun of Star Wars. Um, Thane's theory is it is Malachor is the place where Vader will kill Ahsoka and Ezra will turn to Maul to become more. Powerful. Um, a lot of people pretty pretty sure that uh, Malachor is going to be where Darth Maul is hiding. We know that Maul will appear in Rebels this season, and that could be I, Thane. I like that theory. It's not spoiler, it's just speculation. I think we're going to get the Vader Ahsoka showdown. Whether or not she dies this season on Rebels, I don't know. I hope not. It would make sense if Ahsoka dies. Uh, we, we we get that. We know that she she's not around in A New Hope as far as we know. And possibly not around in Rogue One as far as we know. So if Soka's got to go, I hope it counts. I hope I hope there's some weight to it. And uh, Soka is one of my favorite Star Wars characters and grew into that role. One of the great lessons of patience as a Star Wars fan. Snips, not the best in the beginning, grew into a, a great character with a lot of depth and a lot of weight to it. I'm glad she's in Rebels uh, in, in the smaller portion size that she is. You know, not a main character, just there. So, again, not not totally key to the story in Rebels. Uh, much like Han Solo in Jedi, where Harrison felt he could go because he had done everything he needed to do. I could see that with Ahsoka doing something uh, to pass on it. Hey, and maybe if Ezra turns to the dark side or starts going that way under Maul's direction... Uh, maybe he's the one that kills Ahsoka. Ooh, could Rebels get that dark? I don't think so. Maybe. Who knows? Let's get into some of those questions this week. Eric Santiago at the Eric Santiago tweets in uh, using using hashtag Spotlight Star Wars and following us on Force Center Pod says, "What do you think the larger concern was for Snoke finding Luke or the Jedi Temple?" That's a great question. They're all great questions. What am I saying? I think it's finding Luke. It's stated as such. This Jedi Temple, these references to the first Jedi Temple and a lot of things, like in Shattered Empire, the comic series, the uh, four-issue run, there's a lot of stuff about Jedi Temples. That's important. That's clearly important. Uh, But for Snoke, Ren, and even the Resistance, it's finding Luke Skywalker. Uh, We're seeing in Rebels, again, to reference Rebels, the importance of Jedi Temples. 
We saw it this uh, the episode where the Inquisitor, the Grand Inquisitor, was revealed uh, to be in his past a fallen Jedi Temple guard. There's a lot of answers in the Jedi Temples. They're very interesting. I don't think we've been this exposed to the power and the purpose of Jedi Temples as we have with Rebels and other shows uh, and, and Star Wars uh, items in the last few years. Uh, growing up, Jedi Temples were not talked about. When the Jedi Academy books came out, that was the first time you really were like, oh, okay, these are important places there. We heard about them, but now there's something. So for me, the Je- though the Jedi Temple was important, for Snoke, for Ren, the Resistance, for everybody, it's finding Luke Skywalker. And yes, we know why Luke left. It's stated pre- pretty clearly. Ren turns, or we assume Ren turns. Han runs off, so his sister's husband's gone. His sister, uh, his his nephew, his sister's son is the one causing the problems, doing some bad things. Maybe something with Ray's tied in, and Luke runs. We get that. That is stated. But beyond that, I really want to get inside Luke Skywalker's head. I want to know what really, really caused him to go to that extreme. We know Luke has those tendencies. Go back to Return of the Jedi. Uh, Vader's there. I'm endangering the mission. I gotta go. Calm down, kid. All right, you're getting jittery. Luke has those type of feelings. He's got that kind of uh, personality where he's going to take himself out of the equation for the greater good or what he feels is the greater good, even though that might not be the right answer. He does it on Endor. Now, great, that's better purpose. He's got to go face Vader, face the Emperor. But even then, Leia didn't want him to leave. Han didn't want him to leave. He had a mission, and he ditched that mission. I get it. His mission as a Jedi or a Jedi-to-be was a little more important to him and maybe to the galaxy as a whole. I get that. But Luke left them on Endor, too. Luke left them before uh, he was heading to Endor. Luke left them. He left his buddies to go train with Yoda. Again, greater purposes, but he pulls himself out of situations. And I I can see, so it's within the character of Luke Skywalker to be like, hey, I'm, I got to go. I'm heading out. Something's gone wrong. But can you, I want to get the whole story. And at some point we will, whether it be comic book, a novel, probably most likely those two. We're not going to get a standalone Luke runs away movie. Um, but to actually know, I, that's one of the parts. I like mystery in the Star Wars universe. I like, I like not everything needs to be answered. But, I, you know, I, um, I, I, think, uh, I think that's one area I want to know in gruesome, excruciating, painstaking details. Why, Luke, run? How bad was it? That after the fall of the Empire and, and the decision to rebuild the Jedi Order, how bad does it have to be to cause Luke Skywalker to say, I'm taking my robe, growing my beard, and I'm getting out of here. Now again, if he goes to the Jedi Temple, the first one to seek answers, that's an interesting story that I want to hear about too. Again, the temples are powerful, but... But why Luke left, why he actually got to that breaking point is something I'm dying to hear about. And again, that all ties into me to Eric's question about the larger concern for Snoke. I think it's finding Luke and getting getting Luke, uh, finding Luke, getting Luke, taking him out of the picture for the resistance, finding Luke, getting Luke and inserting him back into the picture. 
That's what's important. Our friends over at Imperial Podcasting, Patrick Barman, asks a question again. If you could choose an anthology movie and a director for it, who would you choose? You know, I've tried to answer this question in other ways about what I really want with the anthology movies. Because I love Rogue One. You all know I'm a fan of the concept of Rogue One. I'm starting to get... uh, uh, anti-spoilery, before I was looking up Rogue One stories, I haven't seen the supposed leaked trailer, I haven't seen the pictures, none of that. I'm pulling back. I want to be a little bit more surprised by Rogue One. I just love that concept. That's what I want out of the anthology movies, is I want those type of stories. The little cracks in the Star Wars stories, go in there, let's crawl in there and make those bigger stories. Um, I don't know off the top of my head what other little areas we can crawl into as, as uh, Star Wars uh, fans, um, but I tell you, I'm not overly excited about the, 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 the origin story ones. The young Han Solo, which now we know has a young Chewie in it. Yeah, do I want to know how they met? Sure. But unlike wanting to know why Luke ran away... Or, or hid or took himself out of the picture. I, I, I don't, I, I, all right, Han and Chewie met. There was probably, you know, some, some help, some helping, some rescuing and a life debt. It, it's key to the Star Wars universe, but it's not key to my enjoyment or my understanding or my f- fulfillment of the Star Wars story. I'm not dying to see a young Han Solo film and Han Solo, one of my favorite characters. Now I have a young Han Solo movie. It's called A New Hope. Um, but uh, I'm not, I don't mean to be totally cynical about that. They've got my money. They've got it many, many times over. I'm going to see the young Han Solo film, and I hope it's spectacular. So I actually find that question kind of hard uh, to answer, Patrick. Um, I just uh, I, I don't know if I can specific. It's more I'm answering with feelings and emotions. I'm like a Jedi here. Uh, I don't need a Boba Fett origin story. We talked about that on Force Center. I, I, Han Solo, sure. Again, I, I I I'm gonna beat this drum. I I need Obi Wan in the desert. We all need Obi Wan in the desert. So so give me that. And a director for it, I don't know, I could give you a cool name. I, I could give you someone who, you know, some young, hip, up-and-coming up director. I, I could, uh, you know, certainly I'd love to see a, a female director into the Star Wars universe. But I, you know what? You know who loves Star Wars, has, has been part of the Star Wars universe on Clone Wars? John Favreau. I'd like to see his work. I love what he did in Iron Man. He took, don't forget that first Iron Man was not a sure thing. And that was that was the thing that launched the MCU, for all uh, all intents and purposes. Uh, give Favreau Obi Wan in the desert. I'm gonna beat the Obi Wan in Tatooine drum until they do it, or until they tell me to go away. I hope that answered the question. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Dennis checks in at Rod Maniac. Uh, it's an Obi-Wan question, an Obi-Wan theme here. What do you think of Obi-Wan losing his legs between episode three and four to explain why the lightsaber fight in episode four was so tame? Dennis, that's an amazing question. Ties into what I'm saying. Uh, give me a Favreau-directed, Ewan McGregor-starring Obi-Wan on Tatooine movie, and we'll answer that question, Dennis. Now, do I think Obi-Wan lost his legs? No, but your question is, what do you think of the theory? Dennis, that would be pretty, pretty amazing. I don't think the world would like it. I, I think most Star Wars fans wouldn't buy into it. But hey, maybe Maul comes back for revenge. Dennis, work with me on this here. Maybe Darth Maul, at some point, he, he's come back, he's got the robot legs, he shows up in the Clone Wars, we're going to get him in Rebels. Um, maybe... Maybe he shows up at some point at the beginning of this standalone or, or part one of an Obi-Wan anthology series, uh, which would then not be an anthology th- series, but like its own trilogy, right? Um, what if Maul shows up and gets his revenge on Obi-Wan and takes off his legs in a lightsaber fight, but maybe Maul's killed. I don't know. Once again, Obi-Wan comes out on top, but he loses his legs. One from the knee down, one, one a little higher. It, it, it's reminiscent of Anakin. It's also a little karma for Obi-Wan slicing up his friend, 
even though he deserved it, and then leaving him leaving him to burn to death. Dick move, Obi-Wan, dick move. But, uh, all right, Dennis, I-, I can get behind it if that's, if that's what it is. If Darth Maul with the robot legs comes back and gets revenge on Obi-Wan, and that explains why old man Obi-Wan, who aged rather quickly, and Darth Vader had a very tame lightsaber fight in A New Hope. Um, it's so funny, as time passes on, Shot in 1975 and 76, you get why uh, the the older Alec Guinness and uh, David Prowse and, and, and the other guys in, in the costumes whose names uh, unfortunately escape my brain right now. You get why they had a tame fight. No one knew. Lucas didn't know what he was going to have. I, li- I like Lucas's justification for why the lightsaber fights in the prequels were so different from most of the stuff we saw in the original trilogy. He's like, hey guys, these are Jedi and, and Sith at the top of their game. You're seeing you're seeing the best of the best. They're gonna do crazy things. New Hope, you saw an old guy who had been in the desert for 18, 19 years, and Darth Vader, who uh, you know, is kind of a cyborg, still kind of learning to to walk on his own two feet again. I get it. I get it. So Dennis, I like your theory. I like your theory. Um, we got uh, Darth Vanquish checking in again at Darth Vanquish. He says, Will Luke use the certain point of view in telling Rey about her lineage, especially her mother? Hmm. Force Awakens was very good with the callbacks. It wasn't over the top. There were some moments that maybe were a little like, oh, okay, cute, and some were like, too spot on. I actually love the Boyega picking up the uh, training glo- uh, globe ball, whatever you want to call it, uh, in that little moment. Love those kind of things. I liked Boyega flipping on the game in the Falcon. I, I liked all that stuff. I can get all that. Um, it, it was done. It was done in a good way. That's one of the things I love so much about Force Awakens. Is it did a little bit of fan service, but it it wasn't dripping. With uh, with over the top syrup on our waffle here, man. That, that it was done nicely. So, in episode eight, will Luke use a certain point of view? I don't think so. Here's why: it would be for all the things we're hearing, and, I, and I'm staying away from spoilers for episode eight as best I can. But I'm seeing some of the set pictures and all that kind of stuff. For all the things we're hearing, eight's a little darker. It's a little more serious. Ryan Johnson has the helm. So I'm sure there's going to be comedy. Star Wars has comedy, even Empire. Oh, actually, I argue Empire Strikes Back, the darkest of the films, is also the funniest of the films just because of the uh, the directing and the acting and the comedy comes from the characters. So eight, I, eight's going to be funny. I don't know if we're going to have any droid please moments or you got a boyfriend cute boyfriend i don't think we're gonna have that hopefully we don't some of my uh, least favorite moments in the force awakens um but if 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 luke just if luke's training ray or there's some serious stuff with ray and he's she's asking him about her mother like john snow's asking ned stark about his mother i, I it's i don't think it would be right if he was telling her something and says well you know this is all from a certain point of view or makes some kind of reference to it would it be cool in some other kind of context yes could we see it at some point in 8 or 9 maybe a, an anthology movie yes but i think what we're going into is a darker movie and I, I think they have to be careful with those kind of references. And if Luke's sitting there with a robe and he's uh, got his uh, thinking beard going still and he tells Ray, hey, everything I'm telling you is true from a certain point of view, 
If it's too spot on, it won't work. But Darth Vanquish, if they do it in the right way, where Luke says, hey, and, and it's serious and it's sincere, like, hey, look, what I'm about to tell you, it's my view of it or other people's view of it, and you've got to find your truth in the matter because, you know, this is all from a certain point of view. If it's done in that kind of way, I'd be okay with it. But if it's too on the top and it's too wink, wink, nudge, nudge, I think it would take me out of episode eight just for that moment. Final question. We're going back to Patrick. He uh, checked in just a few minutes ago, and he asked this question before. I want to try to answer it. Patrick's asking again about movies. You really want me to fantasy cast some of these movies and fantasy pitch these movies, huh, Patrick? He asks, using the hashtag Spotlight Star Wars, who in the old extended universe would you give a movie to? Uh, Struggling. I got my own thinking beard going, and I can't think of the good answer, Patrick. Because to me, there's only a few answers. There's the old, the old, uh, old, uh, old, uh, old Republic, Revan, Malik, Bane, all that kind of stuff. We talked about this a little bit before. Um, so I'm trying to think a little bit more, give you the answer, and I wanted to give you the right answer, Patrick. But I mean, what are your choices? Mara Jade, Thrawn, Talon Card. I don't know. I don't know. If I had to choose, I'm going to go with Thrawn. But are you going to give a bad guy, quote-unquote, his own movie? It would be a little bit different. An appearance by Thrawn would be okay. So, I don't know. Give me the old Republic. Let's learn all about that. I still think that would be a great Netflix show uh, or an HBO-style Star Wars show. I don't think it will happen on HBO. But Netflix, I think it could work. And Daredevil's proven you can kind of get dark. Get violent and uh, give me that. Uh, so I'm still in search, Patrick. Maybe one day I'll have that answer about what or who in the old expanded universe do I want to give a movie to. It's easier to answer which one would you want to bring back in a canon. I think we've done that on Jedi Alliance here or other shows. Uh, it's a good question. It's a good conversation. Um, I'll tell you what I want back. Hot chocolate. A movie. Can we do a star- standalone Star Wars movie about hot chocolate? I don't know. I don't know. Great questions, guys. I'm on the run. I got a big weekend from family events. So I um, wanted to take the moment to talk Star Wars with you guys. And uh, thank you so much. As always, you can join the conversation by following me on Twitter at Ken Knapsack and, and this podcast feed at Force Center Pod. And use that hashtag Spotlight Star Wars. Those will go to me. If you want to talk to me, Joseph, Jennifer, and our guests on Force Center, use the hashtag Force Center. That's how that works. And we got other stuff coming up. I'll tell you right now, um, I earlier tonight edited the third episode of Jedi Beat. Jennifer Landa gave me the recording tonight, and I was, I was getting it ready. It's going to be released later this week. It's about the Star Wars ring theory, and I want you guys to check it out. And if you haven't listened to the first two episodes of Jedi Beat with Jennifer Landa, go back and catch those Please, about the holiday special and about being a Star Wars fan. I, I'm always impressed. Joseph and I are so honored to have Jennifer part of this podcast feed. And uh, her next Jedi beat is great. It's all about the Star Wars ring theory. You guys are going to love it. All right, that's my time. I got to go. That's Spotlight Star Wars for the week, the 40th edition. More to come. So until next time, may that Force thing kind of, sort of, always remain around you.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.